Boop. Reading with Finest. Hello. Reading with Finest. Good morning or good whatever time you listen to this. Um, I'm Finest. I'm going to read to you shorter stories of Franz Kafka. The story I'm reading today is called Unhappiness, and it's not short at all. It's like a page and a half. Two pages. Wait. It's like three pages. It's three pages, which is, I guess, a short story, but, you know, it's three pages. It's a lot of words. I might mispronounce some. <clears throat> I'm nervous already, but it's good. We got this. Today's the day. Um, follow me at Finest Does the Art to see... My story of becoming an illustrator, storyteller, yada, 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 artist, blah, blah. Listen to me now. Read the story. This is unhappiness. Okay. When it was becoming unbearable, once toward evening in November, and I ran along the narrow strip of carpet in my room as on a racetrack, shrank from the sight of the lit up street, then turning to the interior of the room found a new goal in the depths of the looking glass and screamed aloud to hear only my own scream, which met no answer nor anything that could draw its forces away. So that it rose up without check and could not stop even when it ceased being audible. The door in the wall opened toward me. How swiftly, because swiftness was needed and even the cart horses down below on the paving stones were rising in the air like horses driven in, driven wild in a battle their throats bare to the enemy like a small ghost a child blew in from the pitch dark corridor where the lamp was not yet lit and stood at tiptoe on a floorboard that quivered imperceptibly at once dazzled by the twilight in my room she made to cover her face quickly with her hands, but contained herself unexpectedly with a glance at the window where the mounting vapor of the streetlight had at last settled under its covers of darkness behind the crossbars. With her right elbow, she supported herself against the wall in the open doorway and let the drought from outside play along her ankles, her throat, and her temples. I gave her a brief glance, then said good day, and took my jacket from the hood of the stove since I didn't want to stand there half undressed. For a little while, I let my mouth hang open so that my agitation could find a way out. I had a bad taste in my mouth. My eyelashes were fluttering on my cheeks. In short, this visit, though I had expected it, was the one thing needed, needed for. I don't know what's going on. The child was still standing by the wall on the same spot. She had pressed her right hand against the plaster and was quite taken up with finding. Her cheeks all pink, that the whites, whitewashed walls had a rough surface and chafed her fingertips. I said, are you really looking for me? Isn't there, isn't there some mistake? Nothing easier than to make a mistake in this big building. I'm called so-and-so and I live on the third floor. And I'm, I'm, am I the person you want to find? Hush, hush, said the child over her shoulder. It's all right. Then come farther into the room. Then come further into the room. I like, I like to shout, shut the door. I've shut it this very minute. I've shut it this very minute. Don't bother. Just be easy in your mind. It's no bother. 
but there's a lot of people living on this corridor and I know them all of course most of them are coming back from work now if they hear someone talking in a room they simply think that they have a right to open the door and see what's happening they're just like that they've turned their backs on their daily work and in their provisional free evenings they are, they're not going to be dictated to by anyone besides you know that as well as I do let let me shut the door why what's the matter with you I don't mind if the whole house comes in anyhow as I told you I've already shut the door do you think you you're the only person who can shut doors I've turned I've even turned the key in the lap that's all right then I couldn't ask for more you didn't need to turn a turn the key either and now that you are here make yourself comfortable you are my guest you can trust me in, entirely. Just make yourself at home and don't be afraid. I won't com compile you either to stay or to go away. Do I have to tell you that? Do you know me so little? No, you really didn't need to tell me that. What's more, you shouldn't have told me. I'm just a child. Why stand on so much ceremony with me? It's not so bad as that. A child, of course, but not so very small. You're quite big. If, you're, if you were a young lady, you wouldn't dare to lock yourself so simply in a room with me. We, didn't, we needn't worry about that. I just want to say my knowing you so well isn't much protection to me. It only reveals you of the effort of keeping up pretenses before me. And yet you're paying me a compliment. Stop it. I beg you. Do stop it. Anyhow, I don't know you everywhere I don't know you everywhere and all the time, least of all in this darkness, it would be much better if you were to light up. <clears throat> no, perhaps not yet. Perhaps not. At any rate, I'll keep it in mind that you have been threatening me. What? Am I supposed to have threatened you? But look here, I'm so pleased that you've come at last. I say at last because it's already rather late. I can't understand why you've come so late, but it's possible that in the joy of seeing you, I have been speaking at random and you took up my words in the wrong sense. I'll admit 10 times over that I said something of the kind I've made all kinds of threats, anything you like, only no quarreling for heaven's sake. But how could you think of such a thing? How could you hurt me so? Why do you insist on spoiling these brief moments of your presence here? A stranger would be more obliging than you are. That I can well behave that I can well believe. That's no great discovery. No stranger could come any nearer to you than I am already by nature. You know that, too. So why all this pathos? <clears throat> if you're only wanting to stage a comedy, I'll go away immediately. What? You have the imp 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 impudence to tell me that you you make a little too bold after all it's my room you're in it's my wall you're rubbing your fingers on my uh fingers on like mad my room my wall and besides what you are saying is ridiculous as well as impudent you say your nature forces you to speak to me like that is that so your nature forces you that's kind of your nature your nature is mine and i and if i feel friendly to you by nature then you mustn't be anything else isn't that friendly i'm speaking of earlier on do you know how i'll be later on i don't know anything and 
I went, these are all people talking. I don't know if that is even more confusing or not, but I get it because I'm reading it. <clears throat> Maybe I should change voices, but I'll continue. And I went to the bed <clears throat> and I went to the bed table and lit the candle on it. At that time, I had neither gas nor electric light in my room. Then I sat for a while at the table till I got tired of it, put on my great coat, took my hat from the sofa and blew out the candle. As I went out, I, tipped, I tripped over the leg of the chair. On the stairs, I met one of the tenants from my floor. Going out again already, you rascal, he asked, pausing with his legs firmly straddled over two steps. What can I do? I said, I've just had a ghost in my room. You say that exactly as if you had just found a hair in your soup. You're making a joke of it, but let me tell you, a ghost is a ghost. How true. But what if you if what if one doesn't believe in ghosts at all? Well, do you think I believe in ghosts? But how can my how how can my not believing help me? Quite simply, you don't need to feel afraid if a ghost actually turns up. Oh, that's only a secondary fear. The real fear is a fear of what caused the apprehension. And the fear doesn't go away. I have it fairly powerfully inside of me now. Out of sheer nervousness, I began to hunt through my, all my pockets. But since you weren't afraid of the ghost itself, you could easily have asked it how it came to be there. Obviously, you've never spoken to a ghost. One never gets straight information from them. It's just a hither and th th uh, tether. These ghosts seem to be more dubious about their existence than we are, and no wonder, considering how frail they are. But I've heard that one can fatten them up. How well informed you are is quite true, but is anyone like likely to do it? Why not? If it's if it were a f f feminine ghost, for instance, said he swinging on top of the step. Ah, said I, but even then it's not worthwhile. I thought of something else. My neighbor was already so far up that in order to see me, he had to bend over the well of the staircase. All the same, I called up. If you steal, if you steal my ghost from me, all is over between us forever. Oh, I was only joking, he said, and drew his head back. That's all right. And I and, and said I, and now I really could have gone quite uh, quietly for a walk, but because I felt so forlorn, I preferred to go upstairs again, and so I went to bed. And that was the end of that story. Uh, that was crazy. That was uh, unhappiness. Is just the story. Uh, in the very beginning of this book, it shows you what's been published and what's not been published by um, Franz Kafka, and like what you know what we found later. I'm going to check and see if this story was published. Uh, unhappiness. It was published. Wow, bro. This is crazy. Um, he's talking to a ghost. I was I was tripping in the beginning because I, I didn't get what was going on. It took me a while to, for the story to come together. And he's just shouting alone in his room. And then the ghost is there. He's wondering if the door is locked. He's like, dang, I left the door open. His ghost came in. Ghost is like, I got you. I locked the door. I not only closed the door, I locked it. You don't think that I can't do that? I'm a ghost, not someone with no thumbs, I guess. I don't know. Um, but uh, it was pretty pretty funny. Pretty funny story. Uh, this is weird. This is talking to a ghost about, what were they talking about? All types of stuff. Should you trust me? Trying to win trust? 
asking about who's who. They're each other. He could just be talking to himself. There could be no ghost at all. He could be heading back upstairs just to go talk to himself. Or no, he's going back to bed. Who knows if he talks to himself on the way to bed. That was great. All right. Uh, that was really with finest. That was unhappiness for Franz Kafka. Wild. This guy's wild. Love it. Tomorrow is Bachelor's something. Okay. Uh, follow me at Finest as the Art. Have a good day. Today's the day. All right. Boop, 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 boop.